Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part two in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. I really like, too, um, Jerry Colonna in his book, Reboot. He asks a really good question, because I think sometimes we get in another trap where we, we think about conflict and we think about it only in the context of the other person. It's their fault. They're the problem. I'm not the problem. But one, one of his good questions that he, he often asks is, how am I complicit in creating the environment that I say I don't want? I'll say that again. How am I complicit in creating the environment that I say I don't want? And so I think that's a good question that we often should ask ourselves because, because instead of going straight to blame, we do need to, we do need to wrestle with that idea of, Am I complicit? Am I creating any of the dysfunction that I say I don't want? Because I think it's probably appropriate that I need to acknowledge that at least early on if I'm gonna if I'm gonna mitigate or 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 fix the conflict that I'm experiencing. Yeah, because conflict requires two people, and I, and I don't know any any perfect people, so there's something in every relationship we have that then creates the need for conflict because we're not perfect. Right. And I think, you know, I think conflict um, triggers people, right? Trigger is a cause for someone to do something. And I think for a lot of, a lot of folks, um, you know, just the idea of conflict, just the thought of having that conversation can be a trigger for people to, maybe engage in behaviors that, that they don't want or those behaviors that they say they won't do. And I think what we're trying to, what I hope is an encouragement today for anyone listening to this is that instead of, instead of allowing fear to rule, to let love rule. And it's like, okay, if I care about this other person, if I care about my own well being, this is, this can actually be a good thing that I engage in this conversation. And that I can address this this uh, this conflict instead of like running from it or avoiding it, pressing into it. So I don't know. When you hear that, any any thoughts come to mind for you? I I think when it comes to the fear of conflict, it's helpful to kind of go to. I think for me, it gives it gives me a little bit more energy and willingness to to be brave in the face of conflict when fear pops up. Um, this is also a, a, a ch- in Chet Scott's book about like, what are we actually afraid of when we say we're afraid? Because we really don't live in a time when we're like, no one's going to uh, cut my head off. Like they actually want to kill me if I disagree with them. Like that's not, normal that's not they something that is to, day but, in they might yeah but, but they're not they going to, to. And they and if they if they want to they don't have the authority or power to to do it so it's just kind of what am i actually afraid of so it's it's uh, and that is an extreme but it's it's on purpose to say like if you know if i'm not going to die with this conflict i'm just going to be experiencing some kind of pain and that pain is something that i can get through so what am i actually afraid of and saying it or like just kind of like owning it in the moment of of fear because it's not like i think um you've said it before 
The only way you build courage is by doing things that scare you, which means you're going to be afraid an awful lot. And being okay with being afraid, but then just being mindful of it and responding in a better way. Because we are, we often say people who are angry don't respond well, but people who are afraid also don't respond well, typically, um, or honestly. Yeah, and I think we have to remember that just like just like the, the the point I think behind that, you know, conflict is just a conversation to be had. What one of the points I think he's trying to make in that quote is this idea that a lot of our fears are rational. Like the fear around conflict, a lot of times it's irrational or meaning it, it's exaggerated. It doesn't really make sense. It's not really real. If we really if we wrote it down and we we read back our fears and the, our thoughts around the fear, we, we might realize that that the thing that we're scared of isn't really that scary or it's really, you know, what's the worst that could happen. And, and to your point, Austin, about, about, you know, the like physical harm, like we really don't have a lot, a lot to lose in a lot of these situations. Um, I mean, it it might be that someone rejects us or that somebody pushes back against us. Um, And I think that that's what we're advocating for though, is if, if we believe in something and, we really care about people. I think, I think we do have to muster the courage to press into that. But remembering that a lot of times our fear is way more exaggerated than it, than it, than is probably true. than it probably really is. Yeah. Hmm. Which I think is an important thing. And so conflict can trigger people and, and we need to press into that. Um, another thing I, I want to kind of highlight, maybe three, um, just, just, just some thoughts around conflict. You know, conflict is a universal experience. We're all dealing with it um, every, every day, every week. Um, this isn't unusual. This isn't because you're a bad person that you're dealing with conflict. I think maybe, maybe people that are more unhealthy relationally might deal with it more. But conflict for the healthiest person or the most unhealthy, like it's a universal experience. And so, if 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 we're if we're not if we're choosing to avoid conflict. Then, then we're setting ourselves up to just perpetuate that fear you were talking about because conflict is going to be something we deal with. We can't get away from it unless we just avoid people altogether, which I would say is not a good way to, you know, I, I would, I would go out on a limb here and say that that's not a good way to live your life. Um, I think we're made by and for relationships. And so if we know that it's a universal experience, maybe maybe we can take a step back and say, okay, this is going to happen. I don't want to make it happen. I don't want to will it to happen. I don't, I don't want to bring it upon myself, but it's going to happen. And so the better I am at handling these types of conflicts, I would, you know, probably the, you know, the more peaceful life I'm going to live. Yeah. And also just because I think there's this, a, an inaccurate idea of our thought where if somebody is constant, like the people we really, really respect and build respect for is often how they deal with conflict, not the fact that they don't have conflict. So it's again, it's saying it's kind of just like, I'm not going to be upset that the sun comes up every day. I can't control it. So I just need to respond in a way that, you know, I live in a world where the sun comes up. It's the same thing with conflict. We need to just be okay and realize that I'm going to live with conflict. And then 
like you identified two things, two different ways that someone can respond that are kind of on either, either side of the un like that healthy road. One is I'm just going to be a very contrarian. Uh, it, it's like I'm going to be against everything. Conflict versus conflict for conflict's sake. And then the other side is like I'm not going to deal with conflict at all. And I'll do whatever I can to avoid it, whether it's isolation, whether it's ignoring, whether it's shutting down. Neither of those are, are good. So what we're saying is we have to address it without being contrarian. We have to be in conflict and do that well. And the only way we're going to get good at it is by practicing it, which is thankfully something we get to do every day is deal with conflicts, whether they're small or big. We have to deal with them. So we can choose to say every time another conflict comes whether I've created it or someone's given it to me, it's an opportunity for us to get better at it because the better we get at it, the more enjoyable our life is going to be. Absolutely. The better our life is going to be, the better we deal with it. I, I totally agree. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part three in our conversation. We'll see you then.